interesting podcast setup we have going on <laughs> what's up everyone welcome to the husband and wife talk podcast my name is Corey. my name is alex and today there's a thunderstorm in bushwick and alex is literally laying on the ground yes i am you're welcome for me rigging that wonderful microphone right in front of your face so oh, all the people I... can hear your beautiful voice why thank you so much i offered to hold it but you, you would have said, gotten tired holding it. Nah, fool. I'm strong. That's why I CrossFit. <laughs> I CrossFit for this exact reason. Oh, okay. So that I can lay on the floor and podcast and hold a mic. But I don't have to now because you so kindly put it together for me. I mean, husband of the year might be too early <laughs> for a nomination. But, you know. <laughs> Speaking of husband of the year, today's episode is all about me. Because it's my birthday. <laughs> what? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's, it's not, not my birthday. But it's definitely not. But it is kind of all about you today. It's not really about me. Yeah. It's more of like let's call Corey out on the fact that he is no, not no, consistent. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm calling myself out. No. Should we start with Wednesday wisdom? Sure. You my prepared? Wednesday wisdom. <laughs> I did prepare. Oh. My Wednesday wisdom is to. Take time to enjoy where you're at, whether you're struggling, whether mm. you're suffering, whether you're having a hard time, whether you're having a great time, because it's important to stay present. <clears throat> and, you know, we're only here for a limited amount of time, and all you can do is the best that you can. So you might as well just try to enjoy it while you're here. My dad's calling me. You don't have to answer that. Hey, we're podcasting. <laughs> Yeah, and Corey just said, Corey just said, you don't have to answer that as I was answering it. <laughs> you didn't have to answer it. Well, hello, everyone. What's your Wednesday wisdom, Rick? <laughs> what do you say? What's your Wednesday wisdom? Um, laugh because crying doesn't help. <laughs> oh, I like it. Laugh because crying doesn't help. That's great wisdom. That's great wisdom. Now hang up on him. <laughs> Corey wants me to no. hang up on you. <laughs> That's supposed to say it. God, you couldn't keep a secret if it killed you. <laughs> All right, get back to recording. I'll call you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so before I was trumped by your father. Yeah. Anyways, what's your Wednesday wisdom? Um, my Wednesday wisdom is something that um, our friend Tony said to me one day when we were leaving a place, a, the gym. We were leaving the gym, and um, there was somebody that was in class, and Tony mentioned, yeah, there's something about X, because I don't want to say their name, um, and I just, you know, I just need to find a little bit more room in my heart for them. And I thought that was a really sweet way of saying, "I hate this person." <laughs> not, but but it was it was but it was that I f I feel for them, I feel for this person because they need we when we were talking about it, it was like they do the things they do because they need attention, they need people to look at them and see what they're doing, um, 
and he was saying, you know, there's just something about him that, uh, or her, or it, or they, <laughs> um, that I just can't, not that Tony was being mean about him, he wasn't, but he was just saying, you know, you got to find love, you got to find space in your heart for for everyone, and I thought that was really, really sweet. Tony's and full of those profound moments. Yeah. Yeah, we're just riding our bikes back from the gym, and I looked at him, I was like, that's really kind of you to say, and um, I really like that, so... He told me one time there was trash in the hallway that smelled really bad. Oh, yeah. I think you've mentioned that on the podcast. And he podcast. was like, he's like, grab it, dude. Be, Be a hero. hero. Love it. I say that to myself all the time when I see something that I'm like, I should, like, someone should do something about that. I'm like, I'm going to be the guy. I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. Tony's, he's, anybody, people should, everyone should meet Tony. He actually probably has met everyone on the planet, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he knows everyone. There was one day we were talking about how I went through Facebook and deleted a bunch of people. And Tony was like, yeah, there's no turning back. He has like 3,000 fucking friends on Facebook. I believe it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anywho. Um, so what are we talking about today? Corre? Uh, my lack of consistency with exercise. Well, I think a little bit more than that. Yeah. I mean, exercise so, and like eating healthy. Yeah. Because it, we were talking about this earlier. I, apparently one of the questions that you get when you tell people that you're vegan and they find out a little bit more about you is that they ask if I am vegan as well. Yeah, so it's a question that I get a lot, and it happened especially this weekend. This past weekend, I was cooking for Megan's wellness, lazy wellness yoga retreat. Um, we recorded a podcast with her, and it's something that I do every season um, with Megan, and um, I cook vegan plant-based meals for everyone, and they, of course, ask me how I eat and then when they find out about you, they ask how you eat. And when they find out that I'm super into fitness, they say to you and Corey, go to the gym together. And I, you know, it's sporadic. Like you come sometimes, not all the time. But, yeah. Um, um, yeah. So I get it a lot. I think it's, I think people are interested because it's, it can be common in couples where one is more into <sighs> health and fitness than the other. And um, when Corey and I were talking about this um, episode before we started recording, I said women, but I don't think it's women are more healthy than men. I think mm, the people who follow me and the people who know about me are more women than men. So that's why I get asked it a lot. But thinking about it, I, oh, dude, <laughs> um, teaching at a CrossFit gym, I see a lot, I see a lot more men than women. Um, and I've had men say that as well about their female partners that they're not into working out as much as they are and whatnot. So you have recently been on a big kick of eating cleaner and working out more. And to me, it seemed to kind of come out of nowhere where it was just one day it was like, I'm going to the gym and I'm doing this often. And I think I encouraged or pushed you maybe one or two times in the last two months, but you've really encouraged me and I haven't had to like, come on, let's go like drag you. Yeah. Which I, I think in the past, like the alarm will go off and you're like, no, I don't want to. I have a very, I think that for people like you that don't struggle with waking up, it's hard for you to grasp the concept of how hard it is to wake up. 
I think that you like, yeah, I think you have trouble waking up, but also like once you're awake, you're just awake and you can just get up and go. Yeah. And I think that my, and we come from two very different fitness backgrounds. Mm -hmm. My entire childhood was all athletics based. Every single thing I did was based on getting to the next level. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like nine years old and being like, I'm fat. I need to go run. And I would go into my backyard and run sprints and do workouts. And like, you would think that yes, dude. Oh my God. Yeah. That's like all I thought about was like, Oh, I'm fat. I gotta be strong. I have to be stronger. Like it was just constant. How old were you when you had those thoughts? Uh, well, I mean, I was a chunky kid. Um, you were such a kid. But I mean, I, I just remember like other kids in my class were skinnier. Like I was never obese, but I was like, I had, I had, prepubescent fat and i didn't grow until late so like my whole hockey was like i wanted to be the best hockey player so i was like oh you got to do physical fitness so like that was every day for 20 years you know yeah so you know when i got older and then i stopped competing i was like i would still like exercise and go to the gym and stuff but i never had that same like kind of Go, yeah. go, 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 go attitude towards it. And but the older how, I got. What age were you when you were doing sprint in your, sprints in your backyard? I mean, I was young, dude. Like, I started playing at 10. I, once I started, I was doing it all the time. Wow. That's all I did. That's really young to have those negative thoughts. Well, kids have them body way image. younger than that, though. Way younger than that. Body image never... issues start super early. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. And back I don't. As first of all, I want to I... clarify. I don't have body issues. I'm very comfortable in my skin. If I weigh almost 300 pounds, or if I weigh 160 pounds, I don't have. Like I feel a little self conscious, but I'm happy in my skin no yeah. matter what. Um, what. What's the heaviest you've ever weighed? 270 something, 278. What? Almost, yeah, I was heavy. I was almost 300 pounds. Was that in Modesto? Mm-hmm. Wow. <clears throat> chunk of lunk we were living apart <laughs> we were living apart but i also have to say you're six three six foot two yeah six, six foot two. two so i don't wear a lot. fat like normal yeah people. that's a lot and you are very lucky that your fat is your excess body weight is distributed evenly very proportionately to your body right, right. so it's really hard to tell when you've gained weight or when you lose weight, it's yeah. something that you have to like look back on pictures yeah, totally. and be like, oh, wow, like look at how much leaner you were, you are. Yeah. But I mean, it's, I mean, you're fucking lucky. Like sure. if, if you had to be overweight, I mean, there's, I, I wonder if that's, I know women say it a lot, like my problem areas, but I wonder if that's, if men have. I mean, I got a gut. Yeah, but that's normal. I think most Americans, most humans hold a little bit of yeah belly fat but i mean like so to kind of go along with this like i've i lost a bunch of weight health healthily uh over like a year and i got back down to like 210 so what were you doing when you were at your heaviest 275 and you decided to change what did you change uh i changed i went pescatarian and i just started exercising Mm, and what did you do for exercise? Mm, what, what did I do? Oh, I did like the P90X and the Insanity workouts and I lost a bunch of weight. And then... Um, you were running a lot, right? I was running a lot, yeah. And uh, yeah, that was it. Just running and exercising and eating healthy. Yeah. I was also poor, so I didn't have a lot of money. So I just eat eggs for like every meal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think my relationship with fitness is always one of like convenience, right? So like there's... If I don't have to go to the gym for something, then I don't go to the gym. 
But what I'm learning and what I'm trying to get into now is that like if you make fitness a prerequisite to your day, like it's just a part of it, it's a little bit easier to get through the day. Yeah. Because I can't work out mid-afternoon. Like after the morning, I'm like, if I don't do it in the morning, it's probably not going to get done unless I'm going to go yeah. play a game of some kind. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was going to ask you when you mentioned morning workouts and like waking up in the morning. I like waking up in the morning first thing or like somewhat close to first thing because then I feel as my day progresses, I get A, more tired and B, I'm more likely to talk myself out of it. So, and I'm also, as you mentioned, a morning person. I just enjoy, I just feel like starting my day off working out and sweating and exercising just totally pumps my body full of like good endorphins, energy, self-confidence. I feel so much more like proud and excited for the rest of my day. You've already accomplished something. So it starts the ball rolling. Saying that you have a hard time waking up in the morning do you feel like you would be able to do evening workouts better? Um, no, because when I evenings time, evening for me is like leisure time. Yeah. So that's just my constitution. Noon workouts. Noon workouts are fine. Yeah. But, but I have a real, I have a job. But yeah, do you think you could potentially pull yourself away from the office for an hour? Probably, but I don't want to because that's an hour lunch. Yeah. You know. So you're set at my desk. You're set at waking up in the morning, but for now, yeah, for now, and it'll get easier. Like practice makes not perfect, but practice makes it easier. So you, I believe that you can change yourself to be a morning person. I think so too, and I think you know I've heard Joe Rogan say this a lot. Like and Jocko Willink is like discipline makes your life easier. Yeah, it it definitely makes your life. It seems counterintuitive, but like the more disciplined you are. You're constantly setting yourself up for success and, mm-hmm. you're, you know, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I also um, stopped... Mr. Pillow. Can you hand me a pillow, please? Do you need all three of them? No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I also stopped drinking. And that was kind of inspired by Corey Bays, who I would love to have on the podcast. Uh, so we'll definitely tag him fingers in this. Cr- fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Corey Bays. Uh, Corey Bays did 90 days of no alcohol and I think just exercising like a madman. And meditation. Yeah, he also... Um, he was working with Tyler. Yes, and Tyler said he cut out sweets. And like, sweets, yeah. And Tyler LaFlock yeah. has been on the podcast as well. Twice. Twice. Um, shout out to Tyler. But yeah, I mean, that, so I was kind of inspired by that. Um, I've been wanting to make some changes. I have a wedding to go to that I want to look good at. I have a high school reunion I'd like to look dapper at, you know. Oh. Um, right. although that happened after I'd already started it. So it's yeah. like an added bonus. It's just but extra motivation. I realized I started in September. I think I started. I, no, I started July 4th. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say I started, September. Yeah, I started July 4th. I had my I had a, my last beer on July 4th. And then I took all of July off with the exception of when we go to, went to go to Asheville because they have a billion breweries. And I yeah. definitely had a bunch of beer. <laughs> um but I'm going to add that on to the end. But I'm doing, you know, July 4th, uh, August 4th, September, f- and then through September. And then it's Sober October with Joe Rogan. October. So I'm like, shit. I mean, I'm going to do four months of, you yeah. know, sobriety. But Will um, you drink at Tony's wedding? I'm planning on it, yeah. Okay. So I'll just add those days on. At the end. Yeah, so I feel like... So it would bleed I, into November. Yeah, for sure. But I feel like if I'm 
constantly restricting myself of things, I fail. Mm-hmm. Like if I was like, absolutely no, because I, I'm the, I'm a FOMO guy. I want to, you know, I want to enjoy myself. So like the other day I just, I worked really hard all week and I wanted to have a burger and I was like, I'm going to have a fucking burger and I don't, didn't feel bad about it. And, yeah. You know, whatever. But I mean, this is we're kind of rambling, but yeah, it kind of goes in line with like, you are just super consistent with your fitness and I have not been. Um, and I don't really know what that's about. If I had to break it down. Mm, I think I let work get in the way of that. I have a million excuses. I'd love to hear it's, from it's other so... people about what, why they can or can't keep a routine. Because yeah. I'd love to have that constitution. And when I was younger, I had it. I just, I kind of lost it. Yeah. And I think that's, that's it. You miss one, two days. It's out. It seems to be out of your body. I mean, the same thing happened to me. I was, I had a shot of apple cider vinegar every single morning for over a year. And I, when I went to Tel Aviv and when I came back, I wasn't really in my normal routine and I wasn't doing it every day. And now I forget. It's not in my daily habit. <clears throat> Same with meditation. I went almost 400 days, or I did go 400 days with meditating every single day. And then I when I was today. in school, it just was so much going on. I missed a few and then... Broke it. Yeah. So what do you tell people when you tell them that I have a tendency to be unhealthy and eat unhealthy and I don't exercise? Well, first of all, I don't say, Corey has a tendency to be unhealthy. Uh, When they say, does Corey eat vegan? I say, no, but I cook the food at home, so he eats what I cook him. So he's vegan most of the time, but when he goes out, he'll, he'll say that he follows a pescatarian diet, and since we've moved to New York, he... um we'll eat meat every once in a while at restaurants, but yeah, not in the house. Well, what was really hard about eating pescatarian when I was working in the restaurant industry was that family meal was almost always meat. Yeah. So if I wanted to eat and have sustenance and not be starving at the end of the shift, I had or to Or not speak up and say, these are my dietary preferences. Yeah, because I didn't want the entire kitchen staff to fucking hate my guts. So. But they wouldn't hate your guts if you had a severe food allergy like... Our friend Zeeland. I know. And look how much they accommodated her. I know. I'm just kind of like a get in line kind of a guy. Yeah, I and I feel like that's a cop out. Mm, no, I don't like rocking okay. the boat. That's okay. part of who I am. I don't like rocking the boat. Yeah. I would rather go along and be easy and amicable and like, hey, I'm, you know, no, yeah. and blend in. And I don't want to, I don't like standing out in that way. Yeah. It's a fight I don't want to have to fight. Yeah. Because, I mean, you hear the way that, I mean, you hear the way chefs talk about vegans in restaurants. It's disgusting. Yeah. I it, is, it is. They're like, fuck those people. Like, yeah. don't go out to a fucking restaurant. You know, they, they hate them. Yeah. And anyone that eats that I understand. Way. And that's why I don't tell, typically don't tell servers that I'm vegan. But I feel like you should, though. But now you, I feel like you're counter... counter uh, di- because I don't care strongly enough to stick to the diet. Hmm. I don't care strongly enough to do it, Got nor it. do I want to like rock the boat. You yeah. care about it. Yeah, but I think also if you were to say I'm pescatarian, I only eat fish and veggies, that's different than saying I'm vegan. Sure. Yeah. 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 But are people I, surprised when you tell them that? Um, do they just think they automatically like the husband gets in line or what? No, 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 not in line. Just they see that I'm so passionate about it and that's like my whole life. And I don't know if they just assume 
that maybe it is they assume you just get in line or that I've chosen a partner who is as equally as passionate about it as me. Yeah. And then when they ask about the fitness, um, I say, you know, he's uh, he's not as consistent as me, but he does go with me every once in a while. But the good thing about you is because you've had your whole childhood of fitness, even though you may not like see it in your body, you do bounce back physically like very quickly yeah like i think what no oh, i thought i heard a noise oh i, went... oh, I thought you tooted no no i'll let you know if i fart <laughs> I <was gonna> say, <laughs> oh that's a well it's not a first but you cut it out um yeah you bounce back really quickly that's interesting like endurance wise i feel like maybe maybe strength takes a little bit longer but i feel like your endurance comes back quickly like it's just in your body yeah yeah, I mean that's years and years. I yeah. mean that's years and years of like and just I also fucking th- redlining. Yeah, you know. And I also think in the strength department, I think you're you have a mental roadblock just a little bit because mm-hmm. sometimes you'll pick up weight, and I'll pick up the same weight. I'm like, dude, I know that you're maybe not in the quote unquote shape that you used to be in or want to be in. But like you can, you so can then swing okay, so then belt. I go back and forth with this because like a, I'm getting older, yeah, <clears throat> and I don't want to be that Saturday morning athlete that's like I can fucking bench press 180 and then tear yeah. a bicep or like hurt myself. Totally agree. And I, so I'm like, I would rather err on the side of caution as I'm bouncing back, yeah, and not pick up a heavy weight and be a dumbass and pull something and hurt myself. Well, obviously, I'm not telling you to like <clears throat> from a yellow kettlebell which is 35 pounds to a 70 kettlebell like i'm not saying like, I, uh, go, no i completely i agree go heavy and stupid because you know that that's like my main I, yeah i'm very i tell my athletes in classes all the time like don't be stupid work smarter to save your body yeah but, so my for so yeah that's where i'm coming at with this like latest iteration of me returning to the gym is like don't want to hurt myself I am getting older. My testosterone level isn't like where it used to be like when I was 16 well, years old. You I know think what I mean? the solution is steroids. Yes. <laughs> Hormone replacement therapy. HRT. Mm. HRT. No, but I, I, um, you know what? I'm going to look into um, if there are any adaptogens that will help with testosterone. I think, well, I've heard because squatting does it. I've heard oh, like squatting yeah, yeah. can yeah. boost testosterone naturally. Exercising, yeah. if you're, yeah. if you are exercising, I know. And the thing is, like, I know all the science behind all of this. Like, if you're exercising, your body is producing testosterone mm-hmm. because it needs it to like move. Mm-hmm. It's like a necessary, right? And when you go to sleep, your body's like, I'm going to exercise tomorrow, so I'm going to pump up the testosterone mm-hmm. because I know he's going to work hard tomorrow. Mm-hmm. When you're not doing it. Your body's like, There's oh, no I'm like lazy. So it produces yeah. cortisol and it just stores all that fat. Because yeah. that's what bodies do. I understand that. Yeah. Well, the, the reason heart- why I mentioned adaptogens was because you've been dabbling in using some adaptogens. I love me some adaptogens. And I helped it regulate my hormones. So I'm wondering yeah. if there's something... Yeah, I've but been using... But cordyceps that you've been using is is really good for muscularity and, and whatnot. Yeah, I've been using cordyceps and ashwagandha and reishi back and forth. I kind of change up every day like what I'm having, um, which is what you're supposed to do. Yes. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm curious out there. I'm, I would be curious to hear from people about like where one partner is 
consistent and has to drag the other person to the gym. Yeah. And like, if that's a real struggle, because I know there are, I know guys. Oh, a thousand percent, that's a real struggle. Yeah, I know guys who have girlfriends that won't get their asses off the couch. Yeah. And I have girlfriends who are like, well, my boyfriend won't get his ass off the couch and do anything. Yeah. He's just like a fat, lazy piece or, of shit, or, which I have been. Yeah. Or eating. I was just talking to a friend of mine who was asking about how you eat and how you, because she leads a more vegetarian lifestyle and she said that her boyfriend won't even go to a vegetarian or a vegan restaurant. He just, like, says, she says he doesn't trust it. And, um... That's- that's just ignorant. And I said, well, maybe, I think it's fear. I don't know if, it, I don't think it's ignorance. I think it's fear. You don't trust vegetables though? That's crazy. Yeah, I think it's Maybe fear. like he tr- doesn't, oh, he doesn't trust it'll be good. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, you don't trust like there's someone's trying to poison you. Oh, never mind. No, 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 that no, was yeah. me he, being ignorant. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't trust that it'll be good. I got you. Um, And so then I was like, oh, maybe we can double date because if he sees Corey, maybe he'll be like, oh, there's another, per- I don't know. I don't, um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I don't have a, I mean, the reason, I always joke about this, but, like, if I didn't live with you, I'd probably weigh 300 pounds, because I don't <laughs> typically eat all that healthy. I also don't, I hate cooking. I think it's an inconvenience. I feel like eating is an inconvenience. I wish that I could just, like, pump Soylent into my blood <laughs> and, mean, like, not have could. to ever be hungry. I just, I don't, the only thing I take pleasure in eating is, like, fat, carby, gross stuff that's not good for you. Yeah. So vegetables for me are a little bit harder. You don't find pleasure in eating like the dinner we had tonight? No, that was great. Would I choose it over pizza? No. (laughs) Yeah. So when when I was working with, um, when I started working with, um, well, it started with working with Robin Euclid, but when I started working with listening to my gut and listening to my intuition, it was easy to say, well, of course I'm going to like, check in with my body and of course I want french fries every night of course I want pizza every night but the question I needed I found that I needed to ask myself was how will it make me feel after like of course I want to eat this plate of french fries but how will it make me feel after Mm. it sometimes the answer is it's gonna make me feel fine and this is the time to indulge and I'm going to and sometimes it's I think it's going to make me feel like a ball of grease. I'd rather have something more healthful. Hmm. So maybe that's something that you can think about instead of having maybe um, a less, not that not that you have a negative thought about it, but just in a yeah. different way of thinking about it. Like, oh, and I, I wish yeah. this was and pizza yeah. instead of having that frame of reference of how is this food going to make me feel? Right, and it's funny that you mentioned that because like, the more, the healthier options, when you start to choose them, you do notice how you feel. Like, when you stop drinking, the first thing you notice is the inflammation. And you don't realize how inflamed your body is and, like, how mad it, at you it is mm-hmm. by all of the inflammation. Like, you're just constantly, like, bloated and, like, just kind of just, ugh. And then, you know, two weeks go by and you're like, oh, my God, I feel amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, what's different this round about like the not drinking and the inflammation and I'm going to get back to why food is important is that I'm having trouble sleeping mm-hmm. and what I've noticed is what I eat the last like five hours before I go to bed sometimes has an effect on how I sleep 
So like, like eating certain, a bowl of cereal? Like eating a bowl of cereal or an entire watermelon like I ate last <laughs> night. Yeah, but... I ate an entire frozen watermelon <laughs> last night. Well, you didn't have a whole. It was cut into a probably a fourth. What do you mean? Of a watermelon. It, oh, you you're it right. As like yeah, a it was one it fourth of a watermelon, but I ate the entire thing. <laughs> I ate the entire thing. <laughs> There's still a couple of pieces in the freezer. Yeah, but I ate oh, pretty much only because I could have killed it and I would have felt <laughs> so bad if I ate the well, entire thing. Well, what's funny is you were like, I ate that whole thing. And I assumed you meant you like cut some pieces up and you ate the whole thing. <laughs> but it wasn't. And last night you just kept saying, but I ate that whole thing. <laughs> and it wasn't until this morning that I went to throw something away in the compost. And, and you I realized? saw <laughs> only just a cup left. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he actually did eat the whole thing. I ate the whole thing. But it was Corey, so good. It was so cold. But Corey, oh. whole thing of ice cream whole thing of watermelon sure i guess like sure there's sugar in watermelon too but it's natural and it's very watery which is not very calorically dense so fucking love watermelon yeah but you did say like oh i'm so wired and my belly's so full of watermelon yeah dude but you fell asleep fast last night did i Yes, you did, because I was asleep, cuddling and spooning with Jude, and then you you were on your phone. Oh, and Bernie Sanders was playing basketball. And you played this video so loud, and both Jude and I jumped, <laughs> and I was like, I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> and you were like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then you just passed out. Yeah. And then I was awake. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, so then the other thing is, like, going to the gym, I've been taking the 630 class. It's hard to wake up. It's hard yeah. to wake up. It's so hard to wake up. Yeah. It it's can be. so hard to wake what up. What do you tell yourself when your alarm goes off? No, I fucking hate you. I hate myself. <laughs> I hate everyone. I do. I get so mad. Mm. I, that, like your misophonia is what like is literally when I get up to go to the gym. That's how ang- I get. I get angry. That's why when I go to the gym, you're like, why are you so cranky? So I'm like, because I fucking don't want to be here right now. I want to be in my bed. Sleep. I do. I get mad. Um, side note, I saw an Instagram ad and now I'm sure both of us are going to get it and whoever's listening to this podcast is going to get it. Alexa. <laughs> no, shh, don't listen, Alexa. Um, it's an alarm that's connected to a rug and it doesn't turn off until you put your feet <laughs> on the rug. <sighs> Science. Fuck. She was listening to that whole thing. Yeah. Now you're definitely going to get an ad for it. Now I'm definitely going to get ads for it. But I thought that was such a smart idea. Or like the concept of putting your phone on the other side of the room, which I would love to start doing. I don't want to do that. You can do that yourself. (laughs) You can do that yourself. I'll throw your phone out the window for you if you want. (laughs) Or having the, which we now have smart plugs, you could have the lights come on when your alarm goes off. Mm, Mm. i don't like that (laughs) Mm. but that is a good idea that is a pretty good idea do you want to know what i think when my alarm goes off in the morning what do you oh yay you like birds chirp birds sing (laughs) the fucking squirrels it's all come and greet you at the foot of the bed no no although that would be pretty sweet um (laughs) just set the mood lighting yeah he just changed our lights um what do you think when you get up i think fuck i'm tired i don't want to get up do i want to go to the gym yeah of course i want to go to the gym i mean i don't really but i know it's gonna make me feel better and i'm gonna really enjoy myself afterwards just 
get up, Alex. Get up now or else you won't go. And you'll fall back asleep and then you'll miss it because you haven't set a second alarm. You have to get up right now. And then I get up. Yeah. I get so mad. <laughs> it's weird. It's like a rage. I'm like, ah. Yeah. But I just don't like being. I just don't like being woke up because, like, I do. Well, how can we change? I'm that not a good sleeper. I don't sleep well. Positive. I've done. A, I mean, I'm working on the sleep therapy thing. It's pretty much dark. I take melatonin. You know, it's. I don't know. I think my body's still adjusting from not having alcohol. Because I would have a drink every night. You know. Yeah. I mean, for and sure. And you think that that would make you fall asleep better? I think so. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I mean. But it's, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would be, I, again, curious to hear from other people that have done similar things and that, like, have a hard time sleeping. Um, we also have two animals that are just fucking insane. 3.30 every night, same time. <laughs> That's Jude such a new just development. Goes, he I just wonder why he It's 3.30 on the dot, dude. Yeah, the last night The you last were like, three nights in a row. And yeah. yeah, I woke up today and I was like, oh, it's 3.30. Time oh, for him cute. to fucking yeah. scratch on the door. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Um, when you've done you've done a lot of um research and listened to a lot of podcasts about sleep because you think it's very interesting. Have any of them talked about blue light? Not the ones I've listened to on sleep. Um, I th- or maybe I, or maybe I should ask. Yeah, I mean, screen times are clearly bad. Screen time is clearly not good for your sleep. Um. So. You're not going to win this argument. I'm not trying to win this argument. I'm just, you're saying, you're saying you're not able to sleep. You're not sleeping well. That's affecting you in the morning, which is causing you to be angry, to go to the gym in the morning. And but it's not anger at the gym. It's just angry at, at because I, I usually when I have to wake up, I'm dead tired asleep. Because you look at your phone for a long time before going to bed everyone's guilty of it i'm not i don't feel bad about looking at my phone before i'm not trying to make you feel bad i'm just i feel like there's dots that there's pieces that are i not but the problem is i know i'm not supposed to be doing that but i do it anyways but you're doing all these other things like taking melatonin and cutting out alcohol to help you sleep better but there's a very easy fix to the solution it seems like i would beg the argument that even if i put the phone down and only read books before bed that i might have a similar it might have a similar thing i might have a similar thing going on you might have a similar thing of like having a hard time falling asleep you want to bet because what's the difference between reading a book or reading an article because usually i'm on reddit reading it's the blue light it's the stimulation you get from looking at screens right before bed it's not the reading the reading is obviously better if you do it from a f- uh, not a phone or a tablet or so any what about kind a kindle screen i don't know much about kindles i've never really been into them hmm. but i don't know if that gives you the same stimulus i don't know if that produces blue light hmm. i don't know would you like to bet on it would you like to make a uh challenge <clears throat> right here right now sure let's do it okay and I'm willing to be honest. Okay. I'm willing to be honest about my what results. What are the parameters? Um. Okay. Let's. I think with and okay. This it's not is, this wait, week. Wait, wait, I don't want to start is, this week. This is perfect because this episode we're talking about 
goal setting, how to stick with it. And this is something that I feel like I have a lot of experience and you expertise around. You do. I'm looking at your 500 billion stacks of intentions on exactly. the wall. Exactly. So the most important thing to setting a goal is to start slowly. So you're not going to jump out of the gate and be like, two hours, I'm not going to look at screens two hours before bed. I would like to challenge you to 30 minutes before bed, no screen time. That means no TV either. 30 minutes before bed. But reading is okay. No, but reading is okay. Okay. But no screen time, 30 minutes before bed. And what's the bet? Like, and, also, I know what I, I want the bet to be. I know what I want the winner to get. What's the, what does the winner get? Well, if I win, I don't even know. What, well, what's the bet first? So What are you proposing that, what do you bet is going to be the outcome? I bet that if you stay consistent, let's say five nights out of the week, we'll start slowly. Five nights out of the week, no screens for 30 minutes before you fall asleep. Okay. It will make your sleep better. It'll make you fall asleep faster, and I think it'll make your sleep more consistent. After the first two weeks, I want it to increase to 45 minutes to an hour. So it's a whole month. Sure. Is that what you're saying? Sure. You have to stick with it. It can't just be, it has to be at least 14 days to see results. Okay. So if you want to do one week, 30 minutes, and then increase it. Why don't we start with like 20 minutes? 30 minutes is a nice set half hour. It's an 20 minutes is a nice set quarter hour. (laughs) (laughs) And if we're going to do it over four weeks, why not do it incrementally? That makes more sense to me. 20 minutes the first week. I just want to say consistent. 40 minutes or one third. I said one quarter of an hour. It's one third of an hour. So if we do it over the course of three weeks, I'll go 20, 40, 60. That makes sense. Okay. I'm fine with that. So 20. Okay. So first week you're doing 20 minutes before bed. No No screen time. And you're going to strive for seven days, but. 10 days. We'll do ten, yeah, because there's 30 days in a month. 10 days oh, of 20 minutes. That yeah, okay. we'll do, that's what we'll do. Thir- 10 days of 20, 20 minutes. minutes before bed. 10, 10 days, days of 30. 30 40 minutes before mm-hmm. bed. 10, 10 days, days of 60. 60. Oh, fuck. All right. If I'm able to do that. So is the bet that I can't do it? That I can't. Are you betting that I can't do it? I'm betting that you can't do it and that it will improve your sleep. What if I get like a text message or something? You put your phone on airplane mode 20 minutes before you set your alarm and you put your phone face down. Okay. And if you get a text message, that's what fucking text messages are for. You check them in the morning. Okay. Reddit will still be there. Instagram will still be there. Your texts and your emails and your missed calls will all still be there. And really, what could you even do that late at What if Obama calls and he's like, yo, I want to be on the podcast? If he calls, I will give you a million dollars and apologize profusely every single day. So what is the win? Okay, so how do I win? I win if I do it and I'm honest about it and and that's how I win? You win because you get better sleep. Mm, Okay. Well, let's make it interesting. Okay. If I'm able to do all of those things for the month, you have to buy me a Kindle. Okay. 
Why do you want a Kindle? So that I can read in bed, but not a book. But a book, but not a book. <laughs> okay, so sure. So there's no blue light. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll buy you a no blue light Kindle if those okay. exist. Yeah. And if I can't do it, what do I have to buy you? Mm. Something of the Kindle equivalents. Mm. Well, you know my love language is time. Can I buy an experience? Can you buy me an experience? What experience would you like? Um, I don't know. I was. Thinking, How about a massage? Oh, sure. I was gonna say like concert tickets or concert to tickets? go see a show. I already got us tickets to go see the Stranger Things guys. And that's something you wanted to yeah. do. Uh, what about hieroglyphics? <laughs> I don't know who that is. I want to go see hieroglyphics. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Casey Mus- Musgraves is coming in October. Okay. October's a big concert month. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So you want me to buy you some kind of a ticket. Okay. A gentleman's agreement. I can't read you. Huzzah. Huzzah. Okay. okay. All right. When does this... Can this start next week? Can we start it next month? Can we start it on the 1st of January, 2020? <laughs> 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 Starting January 1st, 2021. Sweetheart, what are, you, what are you fearful of? I'm not afraid of anything. I'm a fucking man. <laughs> okay, well then let's start tonight. I don't want to start tonight. Okay, We're just talking tomorrow. Later. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Because you don't have to start on a Monday. You don't have to start on a new month. I'm not going to start tonight. Tomorrow? What about the day after? <laughs> Which is Saturday? I see that happening. Monday. Monday's a great <laughs> day to start. That. I just said you don't have to start on a Monday, though. But I feel like Monday would be a good day to like, all right, let's do it. Monday it is. Oh my god. A gentleman's agreement. Huzzah. I oh shook my, my own hand. <laughs> okay, Monday. Or maybe tonight. I don't know. I might change my mind. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so inconsistent. Uh, I'm, that's the whole theme of this podcast is inconsistency. <clears throat> um, How about you, give yourself compromise? Give yourself okay. two days. Two days. To enjoy. Live it up. I promise I won't say anything about you being on your phone. For the next two days. Mm-hmm. I made my tap bleed. And then, so tomorrow is Friday. Tonight is Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. So Today's Saturday. Today's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Today's Thursday. Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, so Friday it starts. Friday night. Okay, Friday night. Friday night. Okay. Friday night. And I'll do it with you. Okay. I mean, you've been wanting to do it anyway, so you're not really sacrificing anything. Um, oh, here's what we'll do. I'll boot no phone and you have to be on your phone. No, like that. <laughs> like that. Also, you would just be peering over and looking what at it What you doing? Anyway. What you looking at? Yeah. I deleted Instagram when we were in Tel Aviv. Hey, you know, um, I realized something that, um, so I'm make I'm pushing you to do, encouraging you to do something that maybe you're fearful of, uneasy, don't want to do. So, speaking of Tyler, he gifted me a float session Ooh, for my birthday you should last year. You should do it. But I was talking with Amanda, who has also been on this podcast, who is uh, an astrologer. I was telling her that I got one of those, and because I was talking about my experience at the Dead Sea, how cool it was to float, and she was like, have you ever done any of the deprivation tank? And I was like, no, I have a gift card. I've just been sitting on it. 
I realized that I am, I'm not fearful. Like the, I'm not claustrophobic. So that idea doesn't really, it kind of like makes me weirded out a little bit, but I don't feel claustrophobic about it. My fear is being alone with my thoughts for an hour. Hmm. You should examine that. Maybe go see a therapist. (laughs) So I will book my session to float. I want to go. Okay. I want to go float. Okay. But you should go by yourself for the first one. Maybe I buy you a float session. I like that. At the end. That's a good idea. Let's do that. Okay. So no Kindle float session? No Kindle. Can we do a marijuana float session? Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, dude. I hear Rogan talk about it all the time. He just gets super baked and goes and sits in the tank. All kinds of crazy shit. Um, I think I need to, I need to do it sober. Okay. We'll do it sober first. Okay. That's a great deal. All right. All right. So if you, if you do it and you feel like your sleep is better and you stay consistent with it, there's two parts of this challenge. I will buy buy you a float session. Sounds good. Okay. And a Kindle and an all expenses paid vacation. (laughs) (laughs) To Jamaica. To Jamaica. (laughs) Tell where they going, Bob. (laughs) um cool all right well this has been productive (laughs) came into this podcast not having to worry about going to bed now i have to put my phone down (laughs) Mm. Mm. was it planned all along stop touching your microphone sorry i was trying to adjust it god (laughs) he's so angry at me 57 podcasts in and she's still touching her microphone he's so angry i'm not angry i'm just giving you a hard time i love you (laughs) I love you too. Um, well, let's wrap this bitch up. Okay. Um, what's something stupid or embarrassing that mm, happened to you recently? Stupid or embarrassing? Um, oh, oh. I, I feel like we, I feel like I did one when Amy and Jordan were here. Um, let me see if I wrote something down. Oh, I know. <laughs> so we were <laughs> we recently as we mentioned went to go visit our friends tony and sarah in Asheville, and we flew with allegiant and if you've ever flown with allegiant okay <laughs> you know okay <laughs> that you have to pay for a seat assignment and i <laughs> Corey's giving me the stink eye <laughs> and we were getting on our flight and um, you also have to pay for a carry-on overhead bag, which is just fucked up, but it is what it is. Um, and I said, well, next time we don't have to pay for our seat assignment. And you were very confused by that. And I said, well, they'll, even if we don't pay for the seat assignment, they'll still seat us together. And you were so confused as to why... What are you spraying that on? Oh, he's spraying catnip on the... They're just going to scratch up the couch now. Um, You were very confused. Why were you confused, Corey? Because when (laughs) I booked the tickets, it just... It was like, book the ticket, and then it was choose your seats. And if you fly an actual airline, like, oh, I don't know, Delta, it says... Here's your here's your ticket. Choose your seats, and you just choose your seats. There was I didn't see like a pay for your seat option. That's how they get you. Yeah, fuck Allegiant. Yeah. Yeah. No. No way. But so like that's but, when you're like, oh, well, you can get your money back for a seat. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I didn't say anything about get your money back for your seat. Yeah, it's just like I don't understand. I didn't understand what you're saying because there was no like pay. <laughs> For your seat option. But you didn't see it in the price breakdown? No. And so Alex was... Because I saw it in the price breakdown. So you were trying to explain it to me. 
And then this woman next to you started cracking up because I was too dumb to understand what you were saying about see I was like I don't get it. And you had to ex- you explained it to me three separate times very clearly like a child and I was like I, I still don't, don't get, get it. <laughs> and the woman was dying. And I said, "Are you high?" You were like, dying. Why don't you understand this? I didn't get it. I still I still don't get it. So they say, choose your flight or choose your seat. But it's a, it's a, you pay for that? Yeah. Oh, fuck Allegiant. Yeah. And that, when you sent us our itinerary, it had the price breakdown. And I was like, oh, that's no. kind of him. How much to, was it? Um, I'm, oh, we got know. tickets in the front of the plane. I was very happy with it. Yeah. We, a bit, but it's, it's just, I, I don't know. I don't know how much it was. Can I but... tell you a funny, uh, uh, sorry, a funny story about when you were flying home from, uh grad school and you're like oh i got bumped up to first class and i like told everyone at work because we were shooting i was like oh mm-hmm. alex got bumped up to first class mm-hmm. and everyone was like oh cool and then like they were like what airline and then i texted you and you were like alaska and i told everyone and everyone started laughing they're like what the fuck is first class on alaska it was very nice i don't have anything else to ex- compare it to but it was very nice yeah, i mean you gotta start flying delta it's jet blue shit Alex Whatever. and I are competing with airlines. Delta, she loves yeah, JetBlue. I don't have a problem. I personally don't have a problem with JetBlue. I really like the customer service and the Delta Platinum Sky Miles card. Customer service is fucking shit at Delta. I've never had a problem. Uh, yes, we have had a problem. When did we have a problem? When we got there two minutes past That's the hour. our fault. No. And they, we were, didn't, they, did, they had awful customer service. They can't just bend the rules because we were late. But they don't have to be dicks about it. Mm. I didn't. I didn't see that they were being dicks. Do you want to know? And I think what I have my... a higher emotional intelligence than you do. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you, you want to know what my most embarrassing thing was? Yes. <clears throat> this actually might be the most embarrassing thing that I have talked about on the podcast, but it's really not that much. Um. When we were in Asheville, I was having some tummy issues. And <laughs> I know you know that I was having some tummy issues because of certain sounds that were coming from the bathroom. Because <laughs> when I came out, you were like, oh, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, dude, I felt legitimately bad and for I you. I was very embarrassed by it. Yeah. And, you didn't have and to be embarrassed I, about that, sweetheart. And then I felt like I needed to go back into the bathroom. And then I think I said something for the sake of our marriage. Turn your phone on. <laughs> <laughs> embarrassed about that kind of stuff i feel like it's not okay for women to talk about those things and i feel and i feel bad because true loving relationships those kinds of things happen and you like i genuinely felt bad for you yeah genuinely and i've definitely heard you in the bathroom but and when you're sick it's not fun yeah um and you were sick well and i've done i've like thrown up in front of you you've held my hair back many a times and flushed the toilet in my face many a times which you don't like um but i feel like that's the only like even last night i I farted in bed and you turned to me after being dramatic and being like "Woo, that was a stinky one you were like i love that you feel comfortable enough to fart in i front do of me. I think it's great. <laughs> and i when i was younger and like first getting boyfriends and stuff i used to think like no way would i ever fart in front of my significant other no way would i ever talk about 
body, certain body functions. And, um, yeah, I'm very pleased at, um, how intimate or we are about our bodies I mean, it's like, yeah, we're, you know, we're close. Yeah. Talk to your significant other about their stool. (laughs) Um, what's (laughs) something that made you laugh the most? Hmm. Oh, uh, yesterday, Stephen Bailey was hanging a flag kit and uh, a flag is like, it's a frame that's four feet by four feet. And it, this, this thing that you put over it, like think of it as like you're put, hanging a flag on it, <laughs> uh, is Velcro. And Steven has had some issues in the grip department where sometimes things fall or he hits the wrong button on something and everything falls down. And uh, I look over and this frame falls down and it goes through, it, the frame is kind of light so it like falls through his head. Nope. So it's like a classic like like uh yeah. tweety bird or like yeah. you know like a like a cartoon network style moment where like it just went through his head and i had lost it i thought it was so funny because i was like adh steve that's what we call him adh steve adh steve oh that's funny yeah what's the funniest thing that happened to you this week um mine's um a throwback there's i'm sure there's been funny things that have happened um but i'm reminded by my notes in my phone that Corey got a subscription to stitch fix which is um, it's a subscription. This podcast brought to you by Citrus. It's a <laughs> subscription service that sends you outfits based on your style profile that you fill out once a month or once every three months or however often you'd like to be sent stuff. Um, yes. And you were telling me about it and um, you mentioned that the person who sent you your clothes sent you a nice little note and said, <laughs> and you mentioned in your thing that you were going for a, going to a wedding soon and you wanted some clothes and a possible hat for the wedding and your person sent you your clothes. Brooke, Brooke her name is Brooke. <laughs> yes, Brooke sent you a note that said like, have fun at the wedding. Here are some options for you. And then I made a joke about it of like, oh, why don't you just take Brooke to the wedding? (laughs) And this was when our friends Amy and Jordan were here. And I made the joke about your new girlfriend, Brooke, I think like four or five times in the three day span, the four day span they were here. And I just <laughs> laughed at myself each time making the joke. And I just feel like that joke's never going to get old yeah. for me. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, we should tag Brooke in this. I'm going to find her online. Oh, yep. I'm sure she's already following <laughs> you, stalking you. I sent her my Instagram. She's already hit me up in my DMs. What up, Brooke? Oh my girl. gosh. Yeah, that's I'm sure funny. she's I'm sure Brooke is actually like DMs. some tech bro that's like <laughs> sitting behind a desk. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, oh that's great. That was a really yeah. funny joke. Great job. Thanks. Uh thank you so much for listening to this kind of off the wall podcast. Uh but also on the floor podcast. Yeah. Ayo. Ayo. <laughs> Reminder, I'm laying on the floor she's right now. <laughs> um we are gonna hang up here and we're gonna watch Big Little Lies. My big, fat, pretty Greek lies. My big, lies. fat, Greek little lies. And, uh, yeah, thank you <laughs> oh so much. Oh, my God, our cats are eating our plates. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And with that, we bid you adieu. Adieu. Bye. Bye. Oh, gosh. Okay. 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 They get it. <laughs> they get it. <laughs> Dude. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
Bye.